Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome back to the <laughs> Double Cleanse Podular Cast. My name's James Welsh from the internet. My name's Robert Welsh from the internet, but before the year 2000. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm one of those sparkly women with flares. Yeah, a sparkly Hello Kitty gif. Yeah. Gif, gif. Sorry if you hear my chair creaking. I'm sitting on a fold-out desk chair that probably cost about five pounds five pounds from argus's <laughs> we so here's the thing everyone hi everyone welcome but also hi, hi um we are i'm i'm moving pretty much next door to robert in the next couple of days so we're gonna start be start recording our podcast in the same room mm. at the moment we are in robert's studio it's a mess it's a mess with our microphones and laptops balancing on cardboard boxes <laughs> <laughs> until i get a proper setup in my place so we will you know we're going to be filming more yeah yeah we're gonna be filming the podcast because all we have to do is walk down how many doors five five or ten but then we also have to get ready in the mornings (laughs) so we might have to start doing it in the evening like tuesday evenings i can't do it evenings because that's when my dogs go crazy okay (laughs) um what have you been up to what have you been doing um so when did we last talk I feel like we've, so this is the second time recording the subject of today's podcast, mm. and they're all kind of merging into one, aren't they? Subjects. Subjects. Did I talk about new dog? Yeah, I got new dog. Yeah, new dog. Um, what else has happened? Um, God, I got a carpet cleaner. <laughs> well, that's actually interesting, because we're at the age now where carpet cleaners and like shelving just, units. You'll be and... surprised how dirty your carpets get. <laughs> no, you, oh, I saw something on. I saw something on TikTok about um, a lady who used to work for QVC. Yeah. And she used to um, do like all the visual side of it. So setting up everything. And she showed on TikTok how they make dirty carpets look dirty and how they make oh, you mean when they, they're, they're advertising the vacuum and they have a white bit of carpet and they throw some pebbles on it well and yeah look at even who was that pebbles yeah kind of <laughs> <laughs> but this woman had a red carpet and it looked yeah. dirty red right? right and this um carpet cleaner so burgundy burgundy <laughs> no no i'll tell you it looked it looked darker red because it yeah. was dirty it was yeah. supposed to be dirty so yeah. then this carpet cleaner went over the top of the carpet and completely made it red yeah that's water so all they do is they make the carpet looked dirty by putting water on it and then they hoover it straight away and all the water gets sucked up and it looks cleaner. 
What? Yeah, so it's not muddy. It's just like a trick. It's like a. It's a trick. It's then a that's trick. False advertising. It's false advertising. Fucking QVC. I you... love you, but don't don't mess with us like that. Yeah, no, you actually love QVC. I love QVC so much. Um, um, oh, nothing's happening with me. I'm just moving house, and it's yeah. Everyone's moved house. Before. It's you know, it's been a relatively calm week, and I'm okay with that. Yeah, no, it's been fine. Um, yeah. Robert, mm. is there anything you've been loving this James, week? James, James. Mm, mm. Oh. oh. Um, <laughs> So <laughs> there's been a lot of brands that I um, haven't been able to try because they're very US based. Mm. Um, and before I started this channel, and we could probably talk about that this a little bit more in depth later. Um, I um, didn't really have like the money to uh, pay for like customs because when something gets delivered from the US to America, mm. if sometimes... What did I say? US to America. Where are we? England. England. <laughs> if someone gets... <laughs> It's something that gets delivered from the US to England. You have to pay, is it customs fee? Cu- customs tax. So it could right. either be, you could get £12 right. or you can get £100 right. customs exactly. charge. It's, it's insane. You never know. You never know. And that's when, and that's that's up to the buyer to to pay. It's, it's a known thing, mm. you know. So um, I haven't usually been able to afford things like that. But as I've been doing YouTube full time, very lucky, I can actually you know pay for these customs fees to make more content or you get sent it now as well i get sent it as well so very recently it's my first time ever trying juvia's place which is a big big brand um you'll recognize it if you see the palette i'll show you them later okay as of this foundation oh i can't look to stretch across no that's uh in the orange tube sorry i don't know what foundation looks like Thank you. It looks like skin. Oh, cool. So this is a dubious place. <laughs> I am at Magic Velvet Matte Foundation. This, to me, is what Dream Matte Mousse tried to be. <gasps> oh. So, but it's actually nice. So the Juvia's Place one is more like a, it's more like a creamy mousse, if that makes sense. Oh yeah. So it's not that hard, dry, um, nasty, um, sandy texture that Dream Matte. That mousse makes is like. you look not yeah. matte but dry, dry and, and like some, every texture. Yeah, someone's blown sand into your face afterwards. Oh. Um. So the Juvia's Place on it looks really natural, but is a full coverage matte natural looking foundation. Um, oh, excuse me. Oh my god. Oh god. Sorry, James bought me sugar free Red Bull, and my system doesn't agree. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but it just looks incredible. I'm really, really happy to use it, and the concealer is great too. But I'm focusing on the foundation. Really. But it mattes your skin. Yeah, it's right. it's, it's very matte. Oh, it says. Marcus, just cut this. Me thinking, it's yeah, it's velvety matte, so it almost has that natural matte finish. And James is yawning right Sorry. in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do you know what? Let mm. this goes on to my favorite thing. Yeah. It's not a skincare product. No, that's fine. I was up till about two o'clock in the morning last mm. night watching the Paris Hilton documentary on Netflix. The new one. Yeah, oh, I'm only gosh. halfway through. Listen, I'm. I don't like. Celebutants, yeah, <laughs> or you know, I don't care about celebrity culture, but I do find the business side of it really, really interesting. Yeah, and it's so weird hearing Paris Hilton, her normal voice. I know she talks like this. Yeah, she's like, "Hi, it's Paris Hilton," <laughs> and her saying like, "You know, this voice is an act." And she, yeah. in this documentary, she switches it on, and yeah. you see her literally acting and working. Yeah, yeah. But it goes more into her past. It talks about her family, how she's really like this, like tomboy and all these dresses and all that she doesn't really like it it's just like this character she's created which i think we've all known but i was like i couldn't stop watching it i'm still i haven't finished it yet it's about an hour and a half Mm. um but it's really really good i really like it i don't have skincare for you don't buy paris hilton skincare though it's overpriced (laughs) (laughs) 
So that's Paris Hilton. Yeah, so that's about Paris Hilton. Oh, you know what I what? fucking forgot? Oh, sorry, oh. my favourite. I tried, um, sorry, sorry everyone, Rare Beauty. Oh, the what? Selena Gomez. Can I have a look at the yeah. packaging? Apparently she made it so people with, um... No, okay, so this is, a, apparently, oh. <laughs> that was something that the company hasn't stated that at all in any way. This is what I heard. I actually haven't done my own research into it, so maybe somebody else do it. <laughs> but apparently the people who designed it, that wasn't part of a brief for the package design. Oh, so we're saying, first of all, they designed, we haven't actually said what we're talking about. They designed it for, um... Oh, um, for people with, like, arthritis and lupus and things yeah. like that to make it easier to open. But apparently it's just, like, an added benefit of a packaging like it was it oh yeah it wasn't in the brief or anything like that apparently but but that's let's not go into that because we don't know but rare beauty is is i did a review and i don't get some of the product like the powder but it was so good it was so so good and i think people wanted to hate it because it was a celebrity brand people do though don't they i think what people like need to think about like celebrity brands Mm. is um, how is reasonably reasonably priced, right? Selena Gomez's stuff. It's makeup price, makeup definitely. price, right? Yeah. So I think what people need to understand is that like any of these brands could come out with a celebrity attachment. Oh yeah. Do you I mean like so? It's just because it's Selena Gomez, it doesn't mean that amazing chemists and formulators mm. and amazing like people who have been in the industry for decades, mm. years and years, haven't had a say in what's going on here. Oh, yeah, it's not like Selena Gomez is in her kitchen mixing up powder. Yeah, being like, me. from my experience, yeah, you know? Yeah, so it, just because she's part of it, it doesn't immediately make it, just because a celebrity is part of it, it mm. doesn't immediately make it a bad product mm. or shit, or like a cash grab. Oh, yeah, I think like they have to look at like who, you know, what the conglomerate that's coming from, who yeah. that celebrity is, who they've worked with. The yeah. Not yeah. that you can find that out easily, but you need to consider that there's a whole business side behind this and that they're going to want to make money. So they're going to be trying to make the best product they can. Exactly. Um, And the highlight is amazing as well. We're not talking, you know, Kesha releasing makeup. (laughs) Oh, what would that be? Like glue and glitter? Did she do it? Like with somebody. So yeah, Rare Beauty is, is a great, great brand really. Despite, you know, whether you like or don't like the celebrity behind it. There you go, Marcus, you can put that in. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I actually finished the sentence. And then music. Tang, tang, tang. Tang, 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 tang. Wait, that's not where I live. Oh, no, it's just the guy driving to the restaurant. I was going to say, swear to God, if I don't get my drink. <laughs> I just called a coffee place a restaurant. Okay. Restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, music again. So today, um, obviously on this podcast, we talk all things yes. um, makeup, yeah. skincare. Yeah. But our real thing that we wanted to bring was a merge of that with the behind the scenes, the BTS of being a influencer. <laughs> I forgot what, <laughs> what word. Let me do that again, Marcus. Sorry. I forgot the word. <laughs> Talking all things. No, that's not enough time, is it? No, start again. Okay. Start again. So on this podcast, I think one of our main goals that we really wanted to do was talk more about, as well as like, um, <laughs> let's say music, hang on. Okay, I'll start again. Tang, tang, tang. Jesus Christ. <laughs> okay, okay. One of the main things we wanted to do with this podcast is really talk more about the behind the scenes of being an influencer. You know, we see a lot of people be like, you know, it's not easy being an influencer. Yeah. Um, so we kind of want to talk about our own personal experience, like a no bullshit approach kind of thing. I think one thing that we see a lot of people talk about is how 
they started YouTube, how mm. they started becoming mm. an influencer. Yeah. Just so you all know, we hate the word influencer, but it's a term everyone It's a gets, job right? role. It's, it's, a, just, yeah. it's more of a stigma behind it that yeah. we don't like the way other people view it, I guess. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what I thought we'd do today is talk very openly about, mm. um, we both thought this, sorry, not just me. No, Actually, James, that's a lie. I come up with a majority of our podcast. Wait a minute, I thought of this idea. <laughs> no, you never. I totally did. Okay, but I, 100%. Come, I come up with everything else. Yeah, no, I could do that. That's fine. <laughs> but I came up with this one. So what Robert thought we would do. It was me. It was Robert. You know what, it doesn't matter. We're you know, equal. this is both of our this podcasts. Uh, <laughs> we want to talk very openly and realistically as well about um, how to get started being an influencer, whether it is a viable job, um, money, um, you know, working full time, you know, how it all works, working with brands, the whole kind of realm of being an influencer mm, mm. and how to get started if you want to. Yeah, I think it's something we see a lot of online as people, I see it a lot on Twitter actually, it's very, um, it's very, why the fuck did I say it's very? Marco, let me do that again. Yeah, it's something... <laughs> <laughs> yeah um james you're yeah, right it's something <laughs> i see a lot and i see it on twitter there's a lot of people actually and it's everywhere on instagram there's this kind of it sounds weird but this it's a struggle to get your work to be seen whether it's mm. a video or um a picture on instagram people are like share this and i'll share you and i think there's a lot of misunderstanding with um techniques that people put out on how to get your name out there or how to make a post work better or do better for you or how to make a video work better and um there's a few things you can kind of slip into that are kind of like bad habits as well Mm. for promoting yourself yeah um and um helping promote other people so let's just get started yeah um let's talk about my journey of being an influencer first because you kind of come into it later so very briefly because we talked about previous work before in a previous podcast as robert just reminded me off mic so as i (laughs) mentioned before i worked for asos and top man presenting their youtube channel i then got kind of like scouted by Mm. michelle farns network icon network um which is a youtube network which we'll talk about mcn multi-channel networks later um and they basically said, create a YouTube channel and we'll sign you up. And that's how I did it, basically. And I started creating men's content. So, like, because that's what I was a ma- uh, male stylist at the time. Mm. Styling for men, who is a male. Um, and a personal shopper. So, that's kind of what I, I tried to do on YouTube. Mm. Um, so, then that's kind of like, I did male grooming and skincare and stuff. So, that's how I got into it. And then I kind of, like, um, just went from there. Worked a couple of full-time jobs alongside doing YouTube and just built up from there long story short mm. yeah that's pretty much it really yeah um with me i was still doing makeup and i think at the time when did i start so i started doing youtube and i started doing um makeup on um models on youtube which always does a deleted now because they were shit <laughs> um but then i took like a year's break or two longer years than break. that you took for like ages ages you right do i moved to australia and i moved to florida over two separate years so yeah it was about two years break really but then even when you came back you i didn't really do it i i only took it seriously i think towards the end of last year Mm. or middle of last year when i didn't really have an important job Mm. um not saying that the job i had (laughs) (laughs) um but i thought i don't know i didn't it's difficult to say because i didn't see it as a career option you know you were just doing it for a side yeah i was in it for love um (laughs) 
And then I basically recorded a video, which was a reaction video. And we'll talk about videos later, I guess, ideas later. And that kind of um, took off. And then from there, I just got more and more subscribers. Mm. And that was pretty much it. It, it, I think mine is very much down to luck, if that makes sense. It was the right video at the right Mm. time. But then it was really difficult to get Robert to quit his other job. I was on to Robert for so, maybe about <laughs> three months. Yeah. Saying like, I literally told you, I, I was like, listen, this if you do the structure, mm. you're going to be fine. Yeah. Quit your job. And yeah. he didn't do it for the longest I didn't do time. it. Here's the deal. I Where did we just get back from? So I just came back from living in Florida again. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and I thought, okay, this time I can't do, I, I need a career now. Like I can't just rely on, you know, myself or anything like that. That's why it's so scary because with YouTube, first of all, you have to kind of rely on yourself a little bit. So I was like, let me get like a management job. So I got a management job with Mac, mm. um, which was the dumbest thing ever. <laughs> I don't know why I did Robert it. Robert just doesn't <laughs> like work in general. So I don't know why he thought he could it enjoy It was a great team. Our coffee's people. here. <gasps> quick, Sorry. Sorry. Quick, quick managing people is the last thing we do, said. Do what you need to ah, do, everyone. So Robert barely liked working, let alone working and managing a group of people true yeah i yep. even cut down to four days i was like i can't do this <laughs> cut, let me cut down to four days robert's had this thing right where i'm i'm pretty good in work at dealing with shit dealing with it then just dealing with it whereas you're like right that's it i'm mm-hmm. not doing this mm-hmm. and that's always been your thing with work hasn't it like you've always like not always, but if you really don't enjoy your work you will leave it and move on to something else i'll leave it because the thing is i always have makeup <laughs> you know like i always have mm. and even when but oh this is going too into uh, mm. this isn't about me what about you <laughs> <laughs> okay so oh, hang on. so let's talk about youtube as a viable job so that's one thing that you struggled with was thinking can i earn this amount of money every month is this going to keep me alive yeah. basically yeah. one thing i must say is i think a lot of people see youtube as you either make no money or you make millions Mm -hmm. and you're on millions of subscribers and you're doing really well and successful when i wasn't about maybe two hundred thousand, i was making um above minimum wage yeah do you know what i mean so Mm -hmm. it's not like you don't have to start youtube thinking i need to earn lots and lots of money i need hundreds and thousands of subscribers you can start youtube with a successful channel in the sense that it pays you a living wage, you know? It could be your, instead of going out and working in retail, if you don't like it for minimum wage, you could have your own YouTube channel for minimum wage. YouTube success doesn't Mm -hmm. look like millions of subscribers and millions of pounds, So talking about how much money you make, depending on your subscribers, I started making UK minimum wage, and you can kind of Google this, because I don't really know how much it is, but I worked it out then, when I was on... 50,000 subscribers because my reaction videos were getting a lot of views and that is your main income not your the way it's kind of worked out is you can have millions of subscribers but if a hundred people watch your videos I mean that wouldn't happen but just an example you're not going to make the money Mm -hmm. someone would if they had a hundred subscribers and a hundred thousand people watch their video yeah yeah so it's it's more your videos that make you the money yeah. and how many people watch it rather than your subscriber count. Of course that helps. Subscriber but, count is nice yeah. to get your like a wider audience, but like Robert said, what's more important is your view um view numbers but also your engagement. So the amount of time people are watching your videos. So that's one thing that you really have to 
concentrate on mainly if you're going to start a YouTube channel is how do I bring in this audience and how do I keep them entertained and engaged? Not how do I build a bigger audience? Yeah. And that's the thing, just because someone's on a million and someone's on 30,000, it doesn't necessarily mean the person on the million is making lots more money exactly. than the person, you know, 30,000. Exactly. I mean, we know some YouTubers, well, we don't know them personally, but we've seen some YouTubers that are in the millions of subscribers and actually get the same views similar to what I would get in some of, some of my videos, you know? Um, I'm on nearly a million. Mm. You're on how much are you on? Uh, 611,000. So we get relatively pretty much the same views. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, so it doesn't matter, again, like, again, like, what am I saying? So, yeah, there we go. <laughs> it doesn't really matter, you know? Yeah. It, it just, your engagement, your audience is the main exactly. thing. Exactly. So that's the thing as well. If I think when people say they want to be a YouTuber, I think people immediately think like, oh, so you want to be famous and you want to be, and it's like, right, you want no. free things. Yeah, you want free things. Yeah. It's like, no, I can make a very viable, realistic career mm-hmm. by understanding the basic analytics and building a decent audience and making a good wage. Exactly. You know? So let's talk about, before we get into like picking topics or videos and things like that, and how to build an audience. Let's talk about getting started. I, me and James have decided to eat a full breakfast. Sorry. I, and I, I don't understand why. Because I'm trying to chew really quietly into we the microphone. We keep doing this. <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, getting started. There seems to be this kind of... Um, I see a lot of people say... I always say I see a lot. And I probably see like two people do it. Yeah, um, stop lying. They're like, you know, I want to make a YouTube video. But I don't have that much money. I don't have money for lights, a good camera. All this kind of stuff. How important do you think amazing lighting and an expensive camera is to making a channel? In I general? mean, as long as you're not sitting in the dark, right. speaking into a cushion, exactly. like, you're fine. Here's an example. <laughs> Sorry, we've got tuna melts. <laughs> <laughs> a good example is Hiram. Mm-hmm. He's on... Two, three million YouTube, three million, three million. Um, YouTube subscribers now. He records on his phone. He's got, I believe, he's got like good lighting. Yeah, but doesn't mean it's like expensive lighting. Yeah. So he's probably going from the kind of like that we've we have and mm-hmm. we bought. I would say that maybe he use. I should have asked him, but maybe he uses two softbox for example. Yeah, they're what forty quid. You can get two softbox yeah. for on Amazon. Yeah, and then he records. On his phone. Mm-hmm. And that just goes to show you that to be successful on YouTube, you don't have to have this amazing elaborate setup. But right. then that is also something that comes with time. Yeah, that's a, uh, that's the thing. It comes, yeah. like you said, with time. And it completely depends on your aesthetic yeah. as well. Like, I mm-hmm. personally like having lighting and things going on in the background yeah. because I'm a visual person. I'm visual. I'm visual. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it's not important. It's no. not. As long as I have a Yeah, exactly. You know. I think as well, what I've kind of learned from some of my videos is a lot of people mention that they, they're going to listen to this later. And so it's a lot of the time people are actually, I like I do it when I clean, I put on a YouTube video oh, and yeah. I, I don't look at it really. <laughs> like yeah. if it's a makeup video, of course, mm. um, and things like that, in case you will check back. But as long as your sound is good, I think that's one of the most irritating things. And even with... Mm. my subscribers they tell me they're like it's really low this week or it's really high this week you know and you do get that feedback so that's another thing to take a feedback but as long as it, it sounds good and as long as you have you know a standard there mm. then it's absolutely fine but like we said equipment can be really cheap it doesn't have to be the best of the best you don't have to buy your ring light from this place my old ring light 
I just invested in a new one, but mm. you know, but it's my full time job now. But my old ring light was like twenty, thirty pounds. What's the brand? Newer. N E W E R. Yeah, those yeah. ring lights are amazing. On Amazon. Yeah. Dead cheap, really cheap. Buy one light a month if you have to. Yeah. But you can get a set of two soft boxes for, like you said, forty dollars or forty pounds. And that's that's all it is. That's literally, mm. it's literally like it doesn't have to be crazy expensive. I think if you own a modern phone or a phone with a camera you can make decent enough quality videos to upload on YouTube. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Let's finish that there. <laughs> um, so one thing, one question I think I get asked a lot, I don't know if you do, is... What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> this chair is so... so um, no, I'm laughing at you eating that bit of cheese on the cardboard. <laughs> don't waste a bit of cheese. Um, one thing that I get asked a lot is, how, how do I start? Mm. How do I start? And... A lot of advice I hear is just do it, you know, yeah. do it and get, and yeah, you should just do it. But honestly, just get the fuck on with it. Like, I know it sounds really stupid, but yeah. you're going to keep putting off and putting off and mm-hmm. there's never going to feel like a normal or correct time to sit in your room and speak alone to a camera. Talk there's, to yourself. Talk to yourself. One thing I would say is have a very clear plan of what you're going to mm-hmm. do. What I like to do when it comes to my video it, videos is bullet point mm-hmm. what I'm going to do, the usual story method intro. Yeah. The beginning, middle, end, lesson kind of thing, yeah. you know. Um, otherwise, you're going to sit there being like, oh, it's my first video. Do. I don't know what to mm. do. Um, and be like, oh, I'm so, you know, awkward on camera. Like, none of that. One <laughs> thing I would say as well is to take yourself seriously as a yeah. YouTuber the moment you upload your first video. <laughs> this is the thing. And I think we've all been guilty of it when someone starts a YouTube channel. It's like, oh, you're doing YouTube now. People are going to, like, take the piss a little bit, and they're going to take the mickey a little bit. But, like Jane said, take yourself seriously. Act like you've been doing it for ages. Talk like you have millions of followers. And it, it kind of just, you kind of just get used to it, really. Yeah. It is one of the most uncomfortable things ever. The first time I did mine, I think it took me, like, 20 or 50 times just to say hello. <laughs> I still fuck up my intro every single time. Yeah. I do it, like, two or three times. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, it, it never feels normal, but mm-hmm. I think you just have to get on with it. And then when you when when you post that video, when you post that bit of content wherever you're posting, make sure you are posting and posting and posting. Yeah. Don't post a video, go quiet for a couple of weeks, and then post again exactly. on a random day. Yeah, know your structure, know what you're gonna do. Maybe pre-film a month's worth of videos. So I can... was gonna say, do you think it's worth uploading? Like, say you just started your channel. Do you think it's okay to? have your channel with just one video from the get-go or do you think maybe upload three or upload two to give a kind of vibe of the person and, and kind of what like topics I are going to be I personally didn't do that. I uploaded one and then uploaded one the next week, same day, same time kind of thing. Yeah. Because the problem is I think if you upload lots at one time, all the traffic is spread out too much. All the views are spread out too much. So if you've got that one video... yeah. You're racking up the views on that, and your engagement's better, your watch time's better, your views are better. Do you know what I mean? Rather than... <laughs> We're just going to eat loud. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Just have to do it. <laughs> I would say have them ready. So you've got a good, solid month of posting so that the algorithm kind of picks you up more, yeah. I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. Just... Let's talk about that. Talking about... One thing I think we probably both found quite difficult getting started is the fact that for the first however long until your channel starts picking up is you kind of have to treat it as a hobby. Mm. So you have to set aside time for it if you really want to do it. 
if you have time for it, because a lot of people work full time, five, six days a week, and might not have time to do this. What could people do to kind of fit in time for their videos? What kind of um, advice do you think that is? I know me working full time. <laughs> I don't know. Me oh, working, <laughs> when I was working full time, I would literally sometimes I would do it after work if mm -hmm. I could. And I would make a 15 minute video. And just make yeah. this, because at least it's content. Mm -hmm. And it's not just, oh, I can't do it, which I do now. <laughs> but it's like, at least you're, you're not skipping, you know? I can only speak from personal experience, but... I had a full-time job Monday to Friday, like at this point. So I would film on the weekends and I wouldn't see anyone and I wouldn't do anything else because I wanted to do YouTube full time. Yeah. And I probably yeah. did that for two years. Yeah. Um, I had a bit more freedom when my audience picked up and then I started working shift work. Mm -hmm. So if I started at 12, I'd be up by seven and I'd be recording before I go into work or like you say, after work, if you finish early. Mm -hmm. So yeah, fitting it in where you can. Mm -hmm. Or just, I personally didn't have a social life, but I'm, I'm a very stay-at-home person. Right. It's something I enjoyed. And that kind of goes into what your YouTube channel is going to be about. Because you need to pick something that you want to go home and talk about. Yeah. That you love talking about. Mm -hmm. That you don't see sitting down and talking about after a long day of work as a chore. Right. Um, and something that you can talk about non-stop over and over and over to avoid burnout, basically. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, for example, I get a lot of people messaging me. And by a lot, I literally mean, like, maybe two times a week yeah. for the whole time I've been doing YouTube, right? So, over five years. That's mm -hmm. a lot of people who have messaged me before saying, I'm going to start a skincare channel. I'm like, oh, great. Go, like, go for it. Do yeah. it. Um, if you have any questions, like, let me know kind of thing. Like, yeah, yeah, I'll let you know. Um, how do I use a serum? So there you go. So it's like, so you don't know, like you can't create a channel based yeah. on something that you don't feel confident talking about. Yeah, like, exactly. Um, there's a difference between knowing everything about it and being confident about it. And that's not saying you have it. to be an expert about it. No. If, it, if it's your a, a love of yours and it's a hobby, then absolutely you can talk about it. Just be careful when mm -hmm. you talk about it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so yeah, for like skincare, makeup, you can talk about because it it's your profession. Mm. It's my passion yeah no, there's like disney channel like people who talk about disney oh there's people who talk about yeah theme parks yeah. there's people who talk about miniature houses you know there's exactly and anything like even if you think your hobby is the weirdest thing ever there is a market for it there, there is an audience for everything it is mm. so <laughs> you don't realize i think you get into like all your videos you watch on youtube you get into this algorithm and it shows you you know what you want to see and then you don't realize that there's whole other worlds that are in this YouTube world yeah. of loads of loads of stuff. It's like how to, you know, polishing mirrors and things yeah. like, like we weird weekly things. mirror polishing. Exactly. <laughs> there is, I think, and even if there is, it's like oversaturated because the majority of YouTube genres is on is now oversaturated because there's so many yeah. people doing mm. it. That doesn't mean that you shouldn't talk about it because we were saying the other day, aren't they? Like every day, you can discover a new person who's on like a million exactly. subscribers. Exactly. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. 
That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Never heard of them yeah, before. That's that's the one thing as well I kind of worried about about going full-time into it. It's like it's it's makeup, it's beauty. So probably the one oversaturated market on YouTube is beauty and things like that. The biggest, yeah. Yeah, but also there's people you like and there's people you don't like. Someone's going to find you and love you other way around also. But like, you know, there's there's always going to be, you're always going to have a support, uh, like a YouTube family. There's always going to be people that support you on there. And that's the thing is you have to have your personality as well and that's where it's really difficult because you don't have to be this person that's sitting there shouting at the camera oh my god yeah <laughs> like this is me and i'm crazy yeah but you have to be yourself and i do think that's really difficult to do on camera yeah it is because when you start you're like hi uh, and today yeah. and welcome it, to my channel yeah. you don't have to watch but you can <laughs> sorry about the, yeah. the curtain behind me <laughs> you know all this all this other stuff it's yeah yeah it's really really difficult and it's even more difficult to be yourself when you are alone in a room talk, like uh, talking, like it yeah. doesn't make sense to do it. But you know, you don't have to be this like biggest, craziest personality because there's going to be people who are attracted to you. Well, drawn to you, sorry for just your Different personality. Yeah. yeah. Like, like, like when you make friends, you know, people like you and some people don't. Let's talk about, um, what was I going to say? Picking a topic for a video. Mm. So let's talk about our, exa- our examples yeah. and how we do it. As well. So for, for example, so obviously we, we talked about picking a subject like subject that you're passionate about, mm. right? So one thing that I think is important to do first of all, for, so for example, when I first started, I was doing men's grooming and stuff. I knew that um, beard care was popular, mm. hairstyling products, not really skincare at all, right? Men's fashion, so mm-hmm. that's what like I was doing one video a week, so that's a, a month's worth of stuff. Yeah. So even though I knew men's skincare wasn't popular, I still did it to gauge like a different a, a, a different, different audience and 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 kind of like see what people liked and what people didn't. Um. <clears throat> so as I said, with a subject that you really really like, you should know like what you can talk about. Yeah. Anything. So to begin with, I just talked about whatever I wanted that was related mm. to it. Then with those videos, I'd look at the views. I'd see how many people watched um, a video, yeah. for example. But then I'd also look at engagement as well. So yeah. see how long people were staying. The retention rate. It's retention rate. Mm. So whilst the views were big for um, videos about hairstyling products, yeah. people switched off earlier. Right. So then for skincare, even though it wasn't as popular by views, people stayed for longer. Yeah. So you kind of that's where you got to kind of understand your um, analytics. But then also we were taught... Um, when we talk about analytics and ASOS, you do a a really rough guideline of how to schedule your week is two videos that you know are going to get views. Mm -hmm. One that's purely for you. Yeah. That's like funsies that you know isn't going to get any views, but you're doing it for yourself because you need that 
break almost. Yeah, you need to do something that you really are excited about that yeah. week. Yeah. And then one that you know isn't going to get many views, but is going to bring in a new audience. Yeah. So something a little bit different. What was that? I'm sorry, a magical train is just driving past There's our a window. There's dragon outside. <laughs> um, and then, um, what was I saying? And then one that... Oh. So it was almost like an experimental week mm. as well. Mm. So that that's what I helped me when I was getting started is that kind of structure. Right. One for me, one for you, whatever else I say. Two that work well. Two that work mm-hmm. well. Um, but then also repeating what you're doing. I think it's important, like if a video is working well, mm. you shouldn't be ashamed to keep doing it. No, not at all. Because what one thing people always say is like, like when I do like, brands i don't want to buy or products i hate yeah and i make those videos and get loads of views people are like oh you're just doing this for views of course i'm doing it for views because views is a representation <laughs> of the interest of that video exactly so like when when i'm looking at my analytics i'm not just looking at the views i'm looking at who's watching that yeah are subscribers watching it more yeah. are people who are not subscribed watching it more and if i see videos getting lots of views from people who are subscribed to my channel mm. i'm gonna keep making those videos because yeah. that's what they want until exactly. the views drop off and we yeah. move on to something else yeah. so it's important to kind of like look at your views see where they're coming from and don't be ashamed to repeat videos that are doing well mm-hmm. i think that when i first started like one video a week is fine now it's our full-time job we tend to do two or three a week yeah. right so within those Within that month, that's twelve-ish videos. <laughs> Is it? Yeah, yeah. Three, six, nine, twelve. It's about twelve. <laughs> what did you just do then? Three, six, nine, twelve. What's that got to do with it? Just me counting the weeks. Oh, okay. Three, six, nine, <laughs> um, um. So you're going to get burnt out trying to think of yeah. like something new all the time. So repeat videos that are doing well. Repeat videos that you see are doing well online. Like yeah. reaction videos do well. So yeah. do a reaction video. Do yeah. your own spin on it. Yeah. Like it, 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 you don't have to be ashamed of copying or jumping no. on a trend. Here's or... the thing. The thing of copying people, it isn't really a thing anymore. Nothing's original. Everyone's done everything. And mm-hmm. until somebody starts you know flying on camera or starts doing actual real life witchcraft mm. everything's been done you know yeah, yeah. also as well your um, viewers will tell you what they want yeah a lot of times like robert can you do this can you do this i want to see you do this and then you'll get like a big like request for one certain thing you can go ahead and do that or if you don't have any ideas just take any idea you know yeah. one thing that you can do is just ask like yeah. i do that in my community yeah. tab um, one person was like, I, so in the community tab on YouTube, I'm like, let me know if there's anything that you want to see this month because you create videos for your audience, exactly. not for yourself. Yeah. One person was like, I'm fed up with you leeching ideas of everyone. What? And I was like, but I do, this channel is for subscribers. Yeah. Like I'm not doing this for fun. This yeah. is my job. And I want to create videos that you're actually going to watch. Yeah. And everyone replied, they were like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. But that's something that you can do because again, you're not making your videos or starting a YouTube channel to become yeah. a big celebrity and create viral videos well you that, shouldn't be well yeah, yeah you shouldn't <laughs> but you know you're creating these videos because you want to create stuff that your subscribers want to see exactly exactly yeah. and that's how you build build the channel um talking again i know money is a big thing for a lot of people when i first started my youtube channel all i wanted to see was buy products all mm. the time i was like i need to buy this i need to buy this now there are ways that you can do let's say for example a makeup channel where you can or skincare where you don't actually have to physically buy a product. So you can do things like um, 
no buy month or no buy week. I'm not buying these launches this week. Yeah, Andy Halls. Andy Halls. Go into mm-hmm. like Trend Mood, which is that um, Instagram that shows you new releases. Because, you know, there's about 50 a day anyway in a beauty world. Yeah, yeah. And you can be like, not buying this for this reason. I want to buy it. And that, they're really interesting to watch. It's really yeah. great to hear people's opinion. And also as well, like, just make the most of what you have. Mm. You don't have to buy stuff. Like, mm. you can... Um, like, I think when I first started my skincare videos, I had the same skincare for, like, five yeah. videos. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, I was quite lucky in the sense that my vid- my um, channel picked up traction very, very quick mm. because of who I worked for. Yeah. And also because of who I worked for, gifting was a part of that right. anyway. So exactly. I was already considered, like, an influencer right. before I started my YouTube right. channel. So I was already getting free shit. But if you're not, no matter even no matter how, how high up you get, you can still create content. You have to be a bit more clever about it because, you know, it's difficult to watch the same product be talked about over and over. Yeah, 100%. But, um, yeah, it's, you don't always have to talk about product. There's so many different yeah. like, things you can do, whether it is reactions, whether it's yeah. reviewing, or exactly. whether it's anti-hauls, like you yeah. said, or wish lists. Or, you and know, there's so exactly. many different things you could do about it. You can literally go on a website. I would watch somebody's shop website and add things oh to the basket. Like, I want this. Mm. But you can do things about, like, say a new palette comes out and you know it's not available in your country, for example, or it's going to take ages to get to you. Film a video of you trying to hunt down the best dupe for that palette. You yeah. know, or yeah, something yeah. like that, or recreate mm. looks with using mm. a different palette. There's, there's so much things you can do there without actually spending money. As tempting as it is, and I can't talk about not spending money because I buy everything. I've got me too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that's business. Mm. Let's talk about um, just swaying really quick, quickly. No, it's not swaying actually. Let's talk about the relationship with brands mm. and gifting and sponsorships. Now, we mentioned um, one thing I want to talk about really quick is MCN's multi-channel networks. Yeah, they are a scam. That. Don't They're join awful. them. They're awful. If a company reaches out to you, and it's like we're managed. Well, there are some genuine management because we, we've got we amazing represent- management. We have right amazing, now. amazing management. But there are some companies out there that are like, um, what's the one that gets everyone? <gasps> Um, there's broadband tv broadband tv style hall but they've gone under now they're not around anymore they basically what they do is they reach out to you and they're like join our you know thing we'll give you this information we'll look at your figures they sometimes call them self-management yeah Yeah. all this kind of stuff The, the only difference is between that and management not the only difference big management is they take a cut of your monetization from youtube and i'll only approach you when you can be monetized mm-hmm. and then they'll take a big chunk of your money and you won't hear from them for ages they don't do anything they, they don't do get your jobs they, they, do they provide you with royalty free music a password to a website which you can get for free anyway yeah um and then other things like they're like we'll look at your analytics but they provide you with an app they'll be <laughs> like if you sign up to our mcn you'll you'll get more money per click you know we can help you in the algorithm a bit more mm-hmm. they don't do fucking anything there are some good mcns but mm. i would only join them if you are with management exactly. with that company and they are getting you and work. they are getting you work yeah. that's the difference between management and mm-hmm. mcn so look out for them they're a big scam yeah if somebody's claims are going to be your management but they're not looking for jobs and um what's it called sponsorships for you they're not a management company mm-hmm. they're just taking your money yeah if they're not providing you with content mm. They're literally just taking your money and giving you passwords for websites, yeah. which you can find free online anyway. Yeah. So yeah. just don't get into that. Um, so one thing as well that you have to be cautious with, I would say when you first start is gifting. Yeah. So a lot of brands target, this is specifically obviously for when you're first starting, they target smaller influencers yeah. and say gifting is in exchange for producing content, which in some cases is fair enough. And it's actually 
a really good opportunity when you first start to get free product. Yeah, and great content, content around it. If you like the product. If you like the product, of But course. you also have no obligation to like it. <laughs> That's the thing. So with gifting, you can... Like, I wouldn't... Sorry. I would never say, like, yes, I accept your gift in swapsies for a video right, exactly. don't mean like um just be like yeah i accept your gift i will talk about if i like it mm-hmm. um so yeah it's a good opportunity i think like i said i was lucky enough to be gifted stuff quite early on so i had continuous content to talk about yeah and the more people see that your brand, other brands see that you're talking about brands and reviewing brands mm-hmm. or creating content around that brand the more likely other brands are to reach out to you and exactly. actually offer you sponsorship yeah. deals so that's something that like you know be grateful for to begin with, you can have enough of it when you know you can, <laughs> <laughs> you can pick and choose. Um, yeah, but just be also careful as well because there are a lot of brands that don't quite understand the gifting process, and it might be difficult for every influencer. But me and Robert have a very strict: gifting doesn't equal a positive review, yeah. or even that your product is going to show up on my channel, yeah. even if we like it. Right. If there's not content around it, it's not going to make an appearance. And then, like, can it feature in a video? Yeah, it can feature in a video, but it doesn't mean I'm going to say nice things about it. Yeah, it's <laughs> going to be in top like ten it. products I hated this. Exactly. Time. Just because someone gives you something, don't feel obliged to get it. Um, sorry, talk nice things. Talk nice things about it. Talk nice things. Say nice things about it. <laughs> Here's another thing, a little scam to watch out for also is Okay, there's two. This one really annoys me. PR searches. What's so that? a oh. lash company it's usually a lash company. We're looking for new um um uh, what's it called? Influencers to add to our PR list. All you have to do is buy our product. Buy our product yeah. or retweet this picture or repost this picture. You are given this brand free advertisement for no reason. If you, and that's the thing, they might choose one or two people, but they have loads, thousands and thousands of people mm. reposting their picture. And it kind of looks a little bit like, not that great on your on your posts yeah. anyway. But also, if a company says to you, we want you to try our products, we'll give you 10% off for you on our website. Do not pay a company to advertise their product. That's yeah. like, that's like... I don't know what that's like. I get that all the time. It's like, all you have to do is buy our Amazon product. It's yeah. Like, no. Why would I buy your product? Yeah. Like, I don't understand that. Or like, Even with a discount. A yeah. You can give me a discount, but I'm, I'm not going to talk about it. Yeah. What was the other one? <laughs> um, I can't remember. One thing I noticed a lot of brands are doing at the moment is I'm getting a lot tagged in, um, who's your favorite influencer? Yes. And yeah. they're these awful brands that yeah. sell shit. And then yeah. they're DMing me. Yeah. They're saying like, oh, your your followers love you. Would you like to be part of our... It's like, don't. Don't do, do that. that. Don't do that to me, please. Please don't do that please to me. Please don't do that. <laughs> um, also, sorry, let me just talk about this. Be... I just want to say, be aware that... Not be aware. Yeah, be aware that... Going online and and talking about all this free stuff you get looks tacky and pretentious and pretentious. It, it to be things like my goal for this year is to get on twenty PR lists. It seems it personal might, opinion. Yeah, it personal opinion. It may not be the whole reason, but oh my god, it looks like that's the reason. Mm. Somebody who doesn't know you come up. I've I've made it on this PR list. I'm doing this. It's a great thing to be added to a PR list. Oh yeah, and, you should and for, be proud of yourself. Yeah, for a company to add you to it. I never talk about it though, because. It looks like you just want free stuff. The reason, you know, you you want to do a YouTube channel should be because you want to share something that you love talking about. Mm. Oh my God, I didn't know what that was. I thought a ghost just touched my hand. What, your tray? Your yeah. massive fucking tray to the side of you. You so didn't I know just, what that was. I just knocked this trolley <laughs> and I thought a ghost touched my finger. It's like um, huge and black and it's right there. <laughs> <laughs> um, what was I saying? 
Yeah. So to to go online and be like, I want to be on this PR list. Why are um, companies reaching out to other influencers, not smaller influencers? Because they want to make money. They want to make money. That's just want, the reality <laughs> of that's it. That's just how it is. You have to think of it. It is a business world. It's mm. not a fair world anyway. And it's also not a very fair business. Most companies. Yeah. But let's talk about that. Well, one, one thing, first of all, is being on a PR list isn't a sign of success no. first of all but also you can be a smaller influencer yeah. and get on PR list so oh, yeah. the, the what these companies want to do is just get free content to yeah. share so yes. if you want yeah. to be on a PR list and you're a small channel or yeah. small Instagram make amazing content yeah. based around their product yeah. and you know it's kind of a win-win situation in some cases because you get traction they should hopefully be tagging you yeah. hopefully be asking to use your product in paid for right, exactly. advertisements and mm-hmm. posts and all that kind of stuff so make fucking amazing content yeah like last time we recorded this podcast we were talking about a boy i forgot his name a guy sorry a man a grown an adult man <laughs> who um is an amazing like an amazing photographer yeah. like mm. if i ever did anything i, I would want him to yeah, be like exactly. my photographer he had a really good size instagram following but like he creates this amazing editorial like amazing quality content for brands and because of that they're reposting they're yeah. using him for to be the official yeah, photographer yeah. he's not some um, like high amazing no he's amazing but he's not some like professional world world photographer famous. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. his he does it at home he does it in I, he might have a studio now i don't know but he creates such amazing content that he's doing so well and his platforms get yeah. bigger and bigger and the images are so incredible they look like something that a company would have to pay Thousands, thousands to set up a shoot yeah. and i hope they do yeah. i hope they pay him when someone me. is at home making exactly the same content yeah that they don't have to pay any money yeah, for exactly so like this is like if you do want to do that but then also know your worth as well mm-hmm. obviously and that's the thing like you need to know what you're worth i know it sounds really awful but it was probably my own issue but even when i was on like five hundred thousand subscribers i was i still wouldn't call myself a youtuber I no would, even I now i don't even I now i still, don't yeah. even if i reach a million yeah especially in the beauty and makeup world i'm mm. like so what there's millions more yeah who have more millions you know I think just be, yeah i think just be humble yeah that. it's it's very um it's very what's the word you shouldn't expect things just no you you're should certain. exactly mm. exactly yeah sponsorships are something you will get at some point, hopefully. But again, they're not a sign of success. Well, they are. They're a sign yeah. that you're doing well and yeah. a brand wants you to create content for them. Again, this can be done whatever level you're at. If you're making yeah. amazing content, yeah. you can be getting sponsorships. And yeah. again, a lot of sponsors will try and base it on your subscriber count. Mm. That's not no. okay. Like, there's an amazing website called socialbluebook.com. Yeah. And you could um you sign up with your YouTube and your Instagram and whatever other platform and it tells you how much you can rightfully charge. Exactly. If you send that to the brand, the brand like, why are you charging that? Social Blue Book, yeah. non-spawn, give you a breakdown yeah. of why you should be charging. And listen, send don't be scared of that number because you put in your subscriber account <laughs> and it comes up with this ridiculous figure. I'm like, no, that Robert can't be right. Like, so when Robert first started, like there was like, he was like, I don't know how much to charge. Was, he was like, I can't remember what it was. Like, you were on like 400,000 or something. Yeah. And you were like, I'm thinking of charging £100 for this video. <laughs> and I was like, you're a fucking idiot. I was like, you need to go on this website. This is before we had management. Yeah. Um, and I was like, you need to go on this website and see how much. And then he came back and he's like, I can't charge no, that. No. I was, I that, was like, you can absolutely well. charge that. Let's talk about that. It's very, it's, I don't know whether it's just a British thing, but talking money and talking about money and business is very uncomfortable for me that's why i'm so happy now we have a manager who can do Mm. all that for me Mm -hmm. because when a company comes back it's like give us your what's what's your rates your media kit and your rates i'm like oh i don't know like a pound (laughs) (laughs) 
Or just send me stuff and I'll talk send about it. Send me a voucher. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's very, it can be very, very uncomfortable. But like Jane said, know your worth and, and your, um, how much your content actually, um, how valuable your content is. Yeah. It's a free advertisement for people in most cases when you, when you, you know, talk about a product. Yeah. Why not get paid? Like, one, one thing you have to th- remember as well is that these companies have millions, billions even sometimes mm. of dollars or pounds. Like, paying you a couple of thousand or however much yeah. they're going to pay is nothing compared to what they would have done for a huge campaign. Exactly. They have the money, they have a budget. Mm-hmm. When when brands come back and say they don't have a budget, they're fucking lying. If they they're don't have a budget, they have no place. Can you imagine? We, we don't have any a, a budget for advertisement. So like... What you're just going to release a product and hope people realise it's there? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we released this. We don't want to talk about it. But yeah, just... <laughs> it's a secret though. Find it if you can. Um, but yeah, that's the thing. Like, um, I pretended to have a manager for the longest time. Yeah, we did. So we used to use a name. I'm not going to say, but yeah. we used to use a name, and it made talking about money a lot so much less easier. awkward. Yeah. So we pretend we were this person, and they'd be like, "This is how much they charge." Yeah. And they'd be like, "Fine, fine." Yeah. Don't do that though if you're just signing. Yeah. Cause... Don't because that's weird. Would, like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, socialbluebook.com is the best to kind of give you a very realistic figure of what you do. And it changes month to month. It like it, it's going to change more towards Christmas because there's a higher budget for mm-hmm. Christmas kind of stuff. Um, okay. Um, lots of subs beyond. Let's, should we round it up and talk about our biggest mistakes that we feel or something? Yeah. Oh, hang on. So self-promotion i just oh, want to yes. talk about really yeah, quick. so there is a way to promote yourself on social media yeah um oh yeah i'll talk about collaborations really quick okay so there is a way to present um promote yourself on social media and it is not going onto people's profiles or youtube channels <sighs> and oh. posting a link and saying check out my channel yeah you can however be like love this video this is why i loved it check out my video that's absolutely yeah, fine I check out my channel thing. yeah i love this look. do it yeah. yeah comment on people's thingies um Let's talk about collaborations because okay. there's something that like I'm very picky with who I collaborate yeah. with and that's not because I'm like well you know I'm nearly on a million I get yeah. to choose yeah. it's because collaborations used to be such a huge deal when it yeah. came to social media mm. one thing that I think is quite interesting I watched a case study on this um is Tyler Oakley mm. so his on quite a few million on YouTube yeah. <laughs> I can never really look at figures I always forget so Tyler Oakley is on 7 million and a bit more, okay? Um, and him and also all the British YouTubers who used to... All, every single video was a collaborate, collaboratory yeah. effort kind of thing. Yeah. What Tyler Oakley did was collaborate with pretty much everyone. Everyone you know. Yeah. And the things with collaborations is, yes, it brings a new audience in to watch you. And you're sitting with that person and you're going... Make sure you check out their channel, blah, blah, yeah, blah, Yeah, go and take a look at part two. Yeah, and they will. They're going to check it out. They'll subscribe because they've been told to. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So they they probably won't engage with you as much as you hope they would, and that's I'm obvious. Saying, so. That's all right. I think that's obvious through um, Tyler Oakley now, who's on seven million, and like we were talking about earlier, he's getting the same amount of views as myself and Robert, for example. Sometimes less. So it does just kind of show you that um, while collaborations are important, you've got to pick the right person. So I'm. By the way, I'm talking to myself now. Robert's had to grab a Winnie and take her downstairs. But I, I will only collaborate with skincare people, obviously, because that's my that's my niche. And hopefully, you know, I bring something different to skincare that whoever I'm collaborating with also has a different approach to skincare and brings something different to the skincare content. So you are watching something new, something different within something that you're genuinely interested in. 
the problem with these collaboration channels is all they did was collaborate. Right. That was their genre. Yeah. Was collaborating. So once the collaboration trend stopped being as big as it was, and people do still collab, but it was like huge back then. So sorry. So now there's there's nothing to their channel because you're not there for their singular personality really you're there because you want to see who's the mix of people exactly. i don't know you should i, I should try to find the video but it's very very interesting um i was just saying for example tyler oakley who's on seven million um subscribers his latest videos are getting things like forty-two thousand, seventy-eight thousand views you know they're getting the same amount that robert and myself would get yeah um but again that's still a successful channel because it's getting really good views yeah. you know um, but yeah, so when you're collaborating, make sure it's within your genre, I guess, or you can bring something new to each other's channel. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, Robert Welsh. Yes. Hi. What, what, oh, what were your... <laughs> Sorry, speaking Oh my God. <laughs> looking back on... Yes. It's only very recent for you, but looking back on what you... When you first started YouTube, what mm. would you say are your biggest mistakes or things that you did that you wish you didn't? Hmm. So many things. Oh my God. Uh, <laughs> I think the one of the main things... I wish I didn't maybe focus on so much is when I first started out a hundred views for me on one video was, was the goal for each mm. video. So if it didn't get a hundred views within a week, I was like, shit, that was a bad video. Yeah. But I wish I didn't focus so much on the bad, con- bad in air quotes content I was putting out when I should have been focusing more on what was liked more and then working on that. Mm. I've been worrying about why is my, why is nothing happening? Why is nothing mm. moving? Like, what's going on? I wasn't looking at what other people were doing, I guess. I wasn't looking at what was trending. I wasn't looking at what what wasn't performing my channel and what was. I was just coming up with ideas in my head and be like, yeah, that's the idea. And then mm. doing it. It's like, why does no one like it? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And I think you focus on why isn't my channel growing? Why isn't it doing anything? Mm. And, and it's like, you're beating yourself up over this thing. It's meant to be a fun thing you're doing. And hopefully it will blow up and hopefully you'll get something from it. But, and that's probably why I wasn't taking it as seriously. I could have sat there and looked at my analytics, analytics and I could have... Got, Say that again. Analyc- analytics. Yes. Analyc- no. analytics. 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 Yes. Analytics. Analytics. <laughs> Who's she? Oh, oh I guess next week. <laughs> Drag queen. Analytics. analytics. Um... <laughs> Yeah, and I could have, and I could have done that, but I just didn't put the time in. Yeah, and I guess I maybe I wasn't in there in my head. Also, um, no, I guess that's it. I'm sure there was a lot more. Yeah, that's a good one because that covers quite a few mm. bits. I think for me, it was not fo- starting on something that I genuinely liked to talk yeah. about. Yeah. Like I said, because it's what I did as a full time job. Mm. I was so focused on menswear, and- right? for men grooming yeah which i fucking hate i don't care about it so for no. like two three years of the five years that i've been on youtube yeah i was creating content that i didn't like and that reflected yeah. through the audience the people who were following me yeah and i was trying to get into a category that i just didn't fit into yeah. i was trying to do like this for men yeah world yeah. and they're all like you know five ways to tie a five, tie yeah five ways yeah. to wear a white shirt yeah um i fucking hate that stuff the yeah. moment i started talking about skincare and the moment i started dropping four men and you enjoyed it more i enjoyed it yeah. more the more like literally I, my audience started growing more um the more i actually this sounds awful but enjoyed the conversations in the comments uh-huh. if that yeah, makes yeah. sense like yeah. you see people like there's followers that we have that we talk to 
on a daily basis on Twitter, on Instagram, yeah. through comments, mm. and you you have that more sense of a community because you exactly. actually feel part of it because you're creating content exactly. that you genuinely love yeah. and that attracts all the right people. Mm-hmm. So my I think my biggest mistake and regret is starting YouTube with a topic that. I thought I had to do yeah. rather than something I genuinely enjoyed. Yeah. I, I always think like, what if I just started doing this straight away? Not that it's all about subscribers, but I'd probably be somewhere, you know, higher yeah. than I am now. Yeah. But, you know, um, I think it's, it's just the lesson of do what you truly love. Mm-hmm. I remember you're doing it. Remember, oh, this is going to sound really cheesy and tacky, but remember you're doing the whole thing. For love. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. For the love of your family. No, you're doing the whole thing. You're creating content for other people. Yes. So remember, it's the other people that matter. The, yeah. the people you speak to in the comments all the time. The people that are watching your videos. The people that have their notification bells mm. on. The people that watch your videos. For me, they don't even like makeup, but they watch my videos anyway. Yeah. Like, it's those people you're creating content for. Yeah. So don't get in your head about... Why Why haven't I got PR yet? Why are companies not recognizing me? Yeah. It doesn't matter. Your subscribers are. And yeah. they're the people that... They're your boss. They're your boss. They're the people that really, really mean everything in, yeah. in the whole, what's it called, career? Spectrum Spectrum career. off YouTube. Yeah. Whereas a company, so what? You didn't get on, you oh, know... this is why, like, I, I yeah. started doing videos where I'm like, companies I'll never buy from, because fuck them. Fuck everyone. Fuck them all. I don't care. <laughs> like, they don't care about me. I don't care about them. Yeah. There's some brands that I have an amazing relationship with, but no one needs to suck up to brands anymore. Because no, the, the power of the influencer, no mm. matter how big you are, mm. is way bigger than what you know, yeah. conglomerates can do nowadays. Yeah, companies know? are always going to say their stuff is amazing, but you know, you're that person who says it how it is, yeah. and that's fine. Yeah. Um, and Let's that's round nice. it up, because it's hot in this room. Oh, it's hot in this room, huh? God, you said it didn't get hot. No, well, with two computers in here, and three microphones. Yeah, true. Giving <laughs> <laughs> give enough heat. If you have any questions for us, let us know. Maybe, um... On one of like the the podcast podcast the, the podcast picture, and we yeah. and Robert will reply from our yeah. Don't message um, us because we don't read them. And me and Robert will reply from our personal accounts and have yeah. a look through the pictures. Yeah. So because it's been a bit everywhere. Yeah, and I don't. I feel like we didn't cover everything. Yeah, yeah. Well, I hope it helps in some way. Yeah, I hope it helps <laughs> in some way. Um, but yeah, make sure you rate this podcast, please. Please yeah. subscribe. Um, and leave a comment if you want as well. We do read the podcast comments. Follow us on the reviews. Is, the reviews. Follow us on Instagram at the Double Cleanse Podcast. Yeah. Twitter. Find, t- find it. Find it. Find it. Yeah. <laughs> if you find it, then you get a free respect. One free respect. One free respect <laughs> um, for you and your family. Um, but yes, I've been James Walsh. And I've always been Robert Walsh. Yeah, he has. And we'll see you next week. See you next week. Bye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. 
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.